1515 that probably presents the wrestling roundtables the raw the bad the ugly the weekly podcast where we tell you what we like didn't like and what was just flat out horrendous it is your favorite tag team partners me Star the pro it's Miller. Woo! how was your week sir uh pretty good man that's what's up what's up not too shabby i ain't really getting too much this week um jar had his football camp no how was that it was good. That's good. That's good. Down in Illinois. Brett Bielema talked to me. I didn't even know who the fuck he was. Uh, <laughs> until afterward? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's, that's the head coach of the Illinois football team. This guy. Yeah. I had no clue. You were just randomly just talking about... No, nah, he just, you know, he said hi. I asked me how I was doing. I was like, hey. I kept it real short because I don't, you know, I don't talk to my Right, about yeah, it. I was just about to yeah, say, yeah, yeah. that's enough. The, what you told me was enough. That's a conversation to us. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a conversation. More yeah. than I say to most people. Right, yeah. <laughs> so. Like, ah, he talked to me. That's like, you. yeah, then it was like, that, that, that's the coach. I said, oh, for real? <laughs> shit, I ain't know. The other dads were looking at you like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> yeah. My bad. I don't know. Right. I'm. I'm just here. I'm here for the ride, guys. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um. That's what's up, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, my uh, my daughter had a grad. Your goddaughter had a graduation. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah, yeah. So did y'all have to do the drive-through? No. It was so they had the social distance. It was pods, and you got four people to a student, and they had the student in the middle with a chair, and then a chair, a chair, a chair, a chair. I know you guys can't see what I'm doing, but it's like a chair in the middle and then a chair, four chairs surrounding. Sort of like a honeycomb. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then they would go, we were all separated, six feet, and they would walk up to the podium, do their thing, put their mask back on, come sit down. It was, Yeah, it was well organized. Oh, yeah, they had all to the, sit together. Yeah, all the family members who didn't fit the pie would have to stand outside. They had it on a radio station for you to listen to if you had to be in your car. Mm-hmm. It was They had it ready, and they didn't start until everybody was situated so yeah it was together yeah. definitely and Quite it was new. good she sang and stuff mm-hmm. so I so. just gotta get her to be confident I think she'll get that when she gets to uh, high school yeah it's probably gonna be the last time they do that what do it that way oh yeah it won't have to be like that anymore yeah it, it worked though yeah I didn't mind it I was like okay I'm like you guys got your stuff together that's what's up that's always nice yeah when it's organized any event that's organized, I just appreciate. It. Mm-hmm. I've been to some organized, unorganized wrestling shows where I've been like, "Oh, you don't know where I'm sitting." Oh, they have the same ticket the first, number I have. The first NXT show in Chicago. Oh man, 
I forgot about how bad that was. Yeah. And I think part of and it was luckily we just didn't, it was so unorganized that we was able to get up a little closer. A lot closer, yeah. yeah. But got man, to see our baby Nia Jax up close. That was dope. We got to see, man, that was a good it, it was Ben Bella versus Sami Zayn. Right. That was NXT title. That was a dope match too. Mm-hmm. Apollo Cruz wrestled. Remember mm-hmm. that was dope. We got to see Bailey. That was when the rumor that AJ Styles was coming over. Right. What we were sure. Yeah. yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, that show was unorganized. The heat stopped working. Right. Yeah. Or something like that. Yep. So it was cold as hell in there. It just wasn't what we expected from a WWE produced show. Mm-hmm. So it was like, wow, I've been to indie shows that are like better <laughs> organized than this. What yeah. the fuck is this? <laughs> But it was a good time for what it was, you yeah. know, and it was a story we got to tell on the podcast, I think so. And that's when we got to see Dasha French, Frenchwez. Yeah. Fuentes. Fuentes. For the first time. Yo, I was like, Ooh, who's this? Yeah. She works for uh, AW. Body like that. She got a little skinnier, though. You know? She was on uh, American. Uh, no, whatever the. What was this show? Titan, American Titan. Whatever yeah. the show that uh, it's The not Rock as, had. It's not as attractive anymore. Damn, sorry. this guy. I mean, she's still a pretty woman. Oh, yeah, I know. We know how you like it. Just like Dana Brooke, too. Yeah, she's not... It's not the same. Yeah. Not like it was before. Not when you had body. Now she just... Yeah. She's just Dana Brooke. Not that I should be objectifying women. I just... It's just what I prefer. He's just saying it's not his type. She's not his type anymore. Yeah. It's not his Yeah. Respectfully. Yep. He might not have been her type at all. He don't know. He don't care. <laughs> I got your back, though. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate <laughs> you. Appreciate you, brother. Um, anyway, uh, you got a match to watch for? I do. So, uh, I'm going to say this. Originally, it was going to be my guy, Jake Lee. I think I've mentioned him before. He's giving me these Shinsuke vibes as a, as a uh, like the head villain or head heel of All Japan Pro Wrestling. He recently won um, the Triple Crown title for the first time. By beating Kento Miyahara and Yumi Ayago. I always mess up his name. But the way they did it, it was like a triple threat or triple threat round robin where until somebody got two victories in a row, it, the match wouldn't end. So it was kind of a marathon. It was a cool concept, but it was a really good match. However, after last night, I got to go with Kenny Omega versus Jungle Boy for the AEW World Title because that match was crazy. And it was so good. And there was no ref bumps. It was just a straight up one-on-one match. match. And even when they teased there was going to be interference, it was just a tease. It didn't happen. And it was a straight up one-on-one. And Jungle Boy proved that he's main event caliber. Mm -hmm. It's not about, like, and that's the one thing I think that I... But a lot of wrestlers do. And that's what I love about wrestling. I think it's the thing that makes us jaded when it comes to WWE. It's like Cesaro been proved that he was main event caliber. Right. When he had that match. Well, we already knew it. We clearly. already knew. From Just from the Indies. indies and right. But when he had that match against John Cena. We knew. That, that's when WWE really missed the boat. Yeah. They should have jumped on that. And John Cena tried. Props yeah. to John Cena. Yeah. Because we were there, weren't we? Yeah. And he gave that speech. And we were like, yep. bro. Cesaro's that dude. We know. Like, mm-hmm. come on. And they just missed it. Missed the boat completely. Yeah, and they missed it again. They have a okay, so and I'm I don't want to give it away, so we'll get there. But anyway, um, but yeah, I agree with you that we knew that Jungle Boy had it, but I think this was a way, especially closing out the 
it's been about a month, right, that mm-hmm. they've been on an alternate day because of uh, the, the NBA playoffs, which it is what it is. I think they made the best of it, but this was the best episode of this time period of being on an alternate night. Yeah. Um, and going back into Wednesdays, this was like the best way to go back into a Wednesday because this match, to me, show like it's not over for Jungle Boy. Not that it was a question, but just that you feel like, okay, he was really close. Like, he was really close. Um Kind of like we felt with like Darby against um, uh, against Cody. Who does we were TNT like, have? Do they have the Western Conference or Eastern Conference? The Western, I believe. Okay, so then once, yeah, I mean if they close it out Monday, then they they definitely good for Monday. Yeah, well they get back on Wednesdays regardless because there's no Wednesday games after that, and then everything else once it goes to the finals. Um, oh, so they have oh because yeah because yeah. they play they play no because they play Monday right. And then they'd be off Tuesday. Right. And then they play Wednesday. They wouldn't. For whatever reason, it's going to... All I know is that Dynamite's not going to be preempted. That's all I know. So, for whatever reason, it may end up on a Thursday and it end up being a doubleheader. That would make sense for them to do... Like, I don't mean TNT has a doubleheader, but doing a doubleheader with Eastern... Wednesday would be a game seven? Right. So, it would make sense if they put... No, no, it would be a game six. So, all I'm saying is, for whatever reason... I don't even care. Dynamite they, they is going to be back on Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me know. However they got to figure it out. Let me not overthink their schedule. Yeah, don't overthink <laughs> their schedule. They got to figure it out. That's yeah, their yeah. problem. Yeah, they got to figure it out. But I think that was, it, it was a key matchup for everybody. Um, I will say that I, I can tell, maybe I'm jaded because I know about the rumors, but I can tell that Kenny Omega needs some time off. He's hurting. So when he gets that time off, hopefully, you know, takes that time off and gets better. Not that he lacked in any way in the match, but I could just... I don't know. I think the speed is slower, but not in a sense that it messes up the match. You know what I mean? Like, because before we were always coming like, damn, he's going like, bow, bow, bow. But I think part of that is TV and having yeah. to slow down. But part of that is like, okay, my shoulder's jacked up. And shit, so we got to be careful. But for somebody who's who needs time off, that dude is on a different level, man. Yeah, yeah. Kenny, every time you kind of wonder... Who the best is? I feel like Kenny has a match where you go, why are we wondering who the best is right now? My bad. Because this dude is just amazing. I'm not saying that, you know, he's head and shoulders above anybody else wrestling. I'm just saying he he's always in... Oh, damn. <laughs> he's just he's just a so, different breed, bro. It's just... It, this is a treat. Uh-huh. This guy is different, bro. He's just different. Uh, and we yeah. haven't even got his New Japan shit. Right. I mean... And yeah. imagine when he's healed up. Uh-huh. And comes back. That's gonna be, but yeah, yeah. And just imagine if we get a storyline like that, right? You know, when he's babyface, babyface Kenny, Kenny Omega, Omega is what we haven't gotten yet, and that's and, what's gonna be dope. I mean, we've gotten him, but we haven't really gotten him. I felt like, I don't know if he was babyface Kenny, only because John Moxley. So he's the babyface of yeah, yeah. AEW. Um, even by the way they and they book him so brilliantly because he mm-hmm. never looks bad when he's out, but like he took a fucking ass whooping from the Young Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Eight super kicks or whatever the fuck they did and then he's out and... I'm surprised they never recreated because that's what they probably should have done. They should have recreated the Okada Kenny Omega feud. They should have had Moxley beat him and then beat him again and this the motherfucker he can't oh, get like over. He can't get... Yeah, yeah. I think and the then he is. finally wins so then when he has that and that could have been his second run with the AEW title. Mm-hmm. They could have had somebody else take it off Moxley. 
And then he take it off whoever took it off Moxley. But we don't even know what the plans were once the pandemic hit. I know that changed a lot. Yeah. But also, I think I think part of not trying to redo a lot of stuff that we saw and not and I don't, I know what you mean, not redo it like word for word, Keith, but yeah. kind of that same essence. I think part of it is because they know their core audience mm-hmm. is a lot of people already know that story. Mm-hmm. So it's like how can we tell something different? And I feel like John Moxley versus Kenny Omega, just like I said after their first crazy ass unsanctioned match, is just one of those feuds that's never going to be done. But I feel like they're well, not they going to kill us. Pac. Right. That's what they could have really done. Pac, I feel, I, and that's what I like right now is that we don't know who's going to be like. I know Pay, Adam Page I'm is probably the dude. Is, I know, but we still. Is. You know, like there's just a lot of different. I remember, elements. Adam Page came close when he first. Oh yeah, he was really close to beating. Uh, to beating uh, Chris, Chris Jericho. Jericho. Yeah. That match that was awesome effect. too. Man, that yeah. Judas effect. When he hit it, it was mm-hmm. crazy. It was like, woo! Yeah. Got his ass. But yeah. Yeah, man. Anyway. So how do you how do you feel about how they're setting up the Andrade's El Idolo? First match. Yeah. How they setting this up. It's going to be something with Matt Seidel. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I, think I like be. that. That's gonna be him. that's the best way to display him too because I feel like Matt Seidel will make be able to go Matt you know kind of show his athleticism and um, he takes bumps really well. If Zelina Vega signs with AEW, do you think you put him put her back? Nah, she's gonna be with Tommy. Put her with her husband. He's coming. Yeah, and that ninety days, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that is that ninety days around all out. Probably. Oh my god. In live. Shit. Yo, I meant to ask you, did you want to get tickets to Milwaukee? Uh, That's I don't want to, bro. Yeah. And Allie gave me permission and the social distancing. When is it, though? You haven't got your shot yet, motherfucker? Actually, I'm scheduled at Walgreens. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. You need permission for if you got your shot. But I'm still, I don't still like people. I, I'm still, I still wear my mask in the fucking store and shit. I don't trust these ones. Oh yeah, nah, I be raw dogging it now. Oh man. Crazy. It's all in that nope. bitch. <laughs> nope. They smiling and everything. Nope. I be like. Nah, fuck that, man. Hey. After getting that little fever and everything. Yeah, no, I you. I understand, that bro. This shit baby. What the <laughs> fuck is you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Push it to the living. Yeah, yeah, master the fuck off, yo. Shit. Oh, I ain't mad at you, dog. I just I don't yo, trust nobody. This shit better do what the fuck it's supposed to do. We got some problems. I'm like, Ugh. Did you do the magnet test? No, I just played. <laughs> you motherfuckers <laughs> kill me, bro. Yeah. Like, y'all don't get y'all stupid ass out of here. You fucking conspiracy theorists, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Plus, man. I mean, I think now that people are getting vaccinated, we're hitting the summertime, too. Right. Numbers are really dropping. I look. Hey, well, we just—I mean, I think it worked because I, I had a coworker actually who just caught COVID because he was an anti-vaxxer mm. and he got that shit. See, so you fuck get? around, yeah, fuck around, then fuck around. And I was straight. See, that was cool. But yeah, we just had to pick a day that the that um, we didn't have the kids so mm-hmm. that we could just go in there and go do whatever. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all. Yeah, I didn't want to do one of those drive-up masks. I was like, no, can I just go like? Why not just go to the VNA? I think the one time we were gonna go, the line was crazy. Yeah, that's not even crazy no more. Yeah, I know it's not. Like that's we, why because we, we hosted at my at my job. Oh. Every like we're gonna have first dose again um, next month hmm. and everything. Well, I'm already going to Walgreens. Yeah. I wish you would have told me that before. 
Get yeah. your vaccinations, people, so we can go back to wrestling. Yeah. And they're getting less and less people now. Just oh, yeah, because everybody's getting it. Yeah. yeah. So. It's all good. Uh, but anyway, let's move on. Um, news and rumors? News and rumors. So, everybody knows about the um, releases. Um, Fandango. Um, who else? Um, I'm going to say Anthony Breeze. Tyler Breeze. The, the one writer, I think everybody saw this at nauseum, Kenise Mobley. She was let go, um, but I think part of that was just she embarrassed the company um, by talking about, if you don't know, she talked about how she doesn't know anything about wrestling, got hired, and she couldn't really tell you, like, Bobby, Bobby Lashley's name. She called him Bobby Ashley, and yeah, it was just bad, and it just, it was an embarrassment because you I, you can't work somewhere and not know shit without being no, trained. I think, I think she, I think they knew that. Right. I think it was her going out publicly. publicly yeah. Yeah. Like, said this. I, I hate to say it because you know what's crazy. Because me and John, I ran into him at the store, and I was we both were out grocery shopping and shit, and we talked about that. Oh, okay. And I was like, "Yo, it's, it's because yeah, they probably hired her knowing mm-hmm. that she didn't know. You didn't know anything, but now, I said, but you can't go and tell people you don't know. Uh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I said it's just like I, you know, I work customer service. You yeah. don't tell people on the phone when they ask you a question. I don't know. You go, oh, let me review that or let me research that yeah, real yeah. quick. So, yeah, she was wrong for putting it out there, I think. I'm going to say that. She didn't need to do that. But it's still it's still a factual lesson. It obviously didn't hurt her too much. She's mm-hmm. probably going to get another job quick. But it's the fact that they're doing that. It doesn't work. This is part of the problem, you dummy. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. Like, you can't have people write us. It's not... Wrestling is a unique story. You have Especially to have Especially when you're going to override what the fuck they do anyway. Right. Then you're wasting everybody's time, too. You're just paying people just yeah. to do shit. But um, the named the names of the release: um, Killian Dane, August Gray, uh, Tony Nice, Ari Davari, Matt Martell, and Chase Parker of Everrise, Fandango, um, Tyler Breeze, the Singh Brothers, um, Marina Shafir, Sh- uh, that's um, Redford Strong's wife, mm-hmm. Killian Dane, and he's dating um, I almost called her Molly Holly. Nikki Cross. Because oh, she, she got the Miley yeah. gimmick now. Um, Arturo Rujas, um, Kurt Stallion, and I forget what they were calling him. A lot of those people are from 205 Live. There was a rumor out that they were going to focus more on the cruiserweights, but then they just eliminated a whole bunch of cruiserweights, so I don't get that, unless they're bringing That's up weird. a bunch of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. unless they're bringing up a bunch of people as far as trainees in NXT. You know what I've always said, and John brought this up, he said, dude, just follow the WCW model. You got these 205. And then remember, I used to always say that. First hour needs to be 205 live yeah. on Raw. Just go crazy. Good Easy. ass matches. I just saw a post that talked about with everything that was wrong with WCW. You knew you could turn in those first two hours yeah. or first hour and a half and you get some crazy lucha shit mm-hmm. and cruiserweight matches or you get you know Chris Benoit and Booker Dude, T. You got all that shit, yeah. and then we had to deal with Hulk Hogan and the NWO bullshit. And then they but, would arrive. I mean, that shit was dope. Yeah. They would come in the second half of the show. Like, right. Now, like, now, okay. the real, now, now the real show begins. Now the show started. Yeah. That type of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I like you know that. what? I think that's what they should do with the U.S. title. Is that that first hour needs to be dedicated to the U.S. title. Yeah. It needs to be dedicated how? Like this. You have your, your people who are going to be contending. Let them beat each other's ass 
until you get that number one contender. And then that's when you have Sheamus or whoever is holding the title at that time. Start either putting people over or they beating people and you getting put over more and more and more until you end up fighting for the WWE title or you just putting somebody over. Right. Like that's how they should really that is either with that or the tag titles. Like that first hour could be dedicated to both of those titles. Shit, don't get me started on the tag title. Yeah. Um, there's there's ways of WWE where they can book, make shit mean stuff, mean something, and we would want to watch. Like get the best of all worlds, and WWE just for whatever reason don't give a fuck about doing something like that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, I was really surprised about the Killing Dane. Yeah, I feel like he fits a mold that they could use or would like. And it's just like, why would you do that? Yeah. I didn't like that. I was like, hmm. Maybe he asked. Uh, it doesn't sound like he asked from reading it. And then it was unusual because one of the things they said is that Nick Khan takes full responsibility. Like the people that he, it wasn't really a thing with him on who had something going on. Because, you know, like up, up, and up, up, down, down is fairly popular with Tyler Breeze. Just a lot of stuff like that. I heard who he was you're told, married he to. Was, he was told to stay away from Tyler Breeze now. Um, I, I know he was. told a story about back in the day how they told him, you know, don't hang out with that guy, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, so there's a reason why they're telling me don't hang around with him. And that's how they got to know each other. I can mm-hmm. see why they would say that now if they feel like he's going to sign somewhere else. But um, in, in other news, um, Tom Lawler. He's the uh, New Japan Strong Champion, mm-hmm. and also he's in MLW. Um, he retired from MMA. He's going to focus completely on wrestling. He actually won his uh, Pro Fighter League. I think it comes on. Does it come on Channel Five? Like the I think it's on the NBC networks of channels. I heard Fedor Emelianenko was coming back. Fedor? Yeah, Fedor. Oh. Yeah. He he wasn't good in his past couple fights, so. I'm not. I'm like, oh, okay. He was good when he had the ropes. <laughs> like back in the day, he was good, but yeah, I think he just got old by yeah. the time it. By the time it, he finally stepped into the to the octagon, he I think he had gotten old. Yeah, it was um, past his time. Yeah, but he, I think he still probably was one of the greatest fighters we ever saw. Oh yeah, yeah. Fedor definitely is one of the greatest fighters ever. And if he would have been able to come, like that's why people would always say. UFC didn't have the best heavyweights because mm-hmm. the best heavyweights were typically fighting Fedor where Fedor was. I forget the name of the um was it was it K one? I don't know if it was K one. I can't remember exactly, but I think it was. that's where all the heavyweights were. They were fighting him. The main heavyweights were fighting uh, mm-hmm. Fedor and getting their ass whooped. So yeah. Um, and I was trying to. Uh, there was something else. I can't remember what it was. But anyway, must not be that important. No, it wasn't. For you, sh- never mind. We'll get to it, I guess. I don't know. Will we? The ending to SmackDown? Oh, yeah, probably. I don't think it was in my raw bag, no, I agree. Oh, I thought it was in yours. So. No, it wasn't. You want to talk about it? Yeah, since it's not in either one of our raw bad and ugly. I was shocked at the Edge return. Okay. The reason why, because I think everybody knows the, the rumors out there. Um,. It's going to be Roman versus John Cena at SummerSlam. And well, at least that's the rumor. We don't know if that's going to happen for sure. So 
It's like, fuck, we got Edge back, and then you really gonna build Roman Reigns to be that beast before he fights Cena. Because now it's Edge and it's gonna be Edge and Roman. Roman, yeah. Hey, I'm with it. Yeah, me too. I was I wasn't super shocked because I read the dirt sheets a lot, so I had an idea he was coming back. But I, I do like the idea of him versus um, uh, Roman Reigns. I like how they did the. It wasn't like too much. No, it wasn't. That was what I liked. It wasn't a lot of talking. There wasn't none of that to make me be like. Ugh. It was just. And I'm I like here. how they set it up. Yeah. With and Roman's expression was like, "What the fuck?" With with telling Jimmy to prove himself, and then he goes out there. He proves himself. himself. And then he told his dad. Right. So, no, Paul Heyman actually told him, like, oh, we, we got this. You stay back here. Because he thought he was going to give him some praise for mm. proving himself. And you could tell he's still a little upset about Jay not being there and shit. And so then he goes out there, not even expecting Edge. They set that up fucking well. Yeah. That was a perfect setup. I'm telling you, whoever is writing for SmackDown, they're doing a hell of a job. And you know what? Nobody can tell me any different. No, no, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 for real. It's such good shit. Because a lot of the ones that really getting pushed over were Hammond guys, Apollo Crews, Cesaro. It's like they listening to him on on SmackDown now. Mm -hmm. But when he was doing this shit for Raw, they said no. We're gonna fire you, right? And it's like every time, and it was good. That yeah. was the thing. It was like this is good. Mm -hmm. Give it a chance, dumbasses. Yeah. But anyway, what was your raw, sir? Uh, my raw for the week it was AEW Saturday Night Dynamite. I thought altogether it was a really really good show. I like that they mixed together, pushing um, the other storylines like Miro and Brian Pillman Jr. I like where that's going. Mm -hmm. Miro's promos are... What the fuck, WWE? Just don't give people a script. You got some gems. What are y'all doing? But he's showing you that he can do that. I know that, but it was just that... Over the past, like, the last we saw him, everything was just goofy shit. Mm -hmm. With all this time... Imagine well, if they let him... Remember, be... we always thought that they fucked up Rusev Day. Oh, yeah, they they, we know up. that. Yeah. They had something. They, they had they something dope with that. But then they could have made him a beat. Like, my thing is, it's not hard to make somebody a beast when they already have that impression going for them. Or they're, they're, the way they look, their yeah. their whole demeanor, everything about them says beast. Like, you don't... Even they didn't have to do much. Because people complained they didn't like the Kip Saban angle. And what was going on. And it made him look goofy. Mm -hmm. And that quick... It switched to fuck this dude's gonna. I'm God's favorite champion, and I'll I'll kill you. I'm sitting here to kill everyone. Yeah. And the things he says, and you're like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Like it's amazing. It's so awesome. I get Vader vibes. Like it's Vader vibes. Like yeah, yeah. what the? Like this dude. Even when he loses, you're gonna feel like that person just got lucky. That's all that happened because he's going to murder anybody and everybody. Like he's a constant threat. He scares people, and. Like, that alone was dope. And then the way that they, like you said, how they introduced Andrade mm -hmm. little by little, and it's leading to something, not just throwing him out there. His debut, and here yeah. he is, is going to something mm -hmm. to where it's going to not only display him against somebody dope, but also get to show him and his full potential. Because I feel like with Matt Seidel, they could do a lot, where somebody else he could be thing. limited. 
this this AEW title the AEW title is getting crowded up top. Right. Oh, it's getting crowded. But that's what makes it dope. And I think <laughs> he remember. See, we gotta remember Tony Khan's like mm-hmm. our age, right? So he yeah. remembers what made like WWE kind of dope during that um, ruthless regression period. Was that at the top, you always felt like man, and and you know, even in the attitude era. Yeah, even, even in the though, attitude era. Even though Stone Cold held it the most. Yeah. I mean, it was crowded. You had the Rock, the, you had right. the Undertaker, you had you had uh, Shawn Michaels still in exactly. that picture. You had Triple H. Uh, but even when like SmackDown and Raw were at their peaks, there were people always at Kurt the Angle. top that could yeah. fit right. But that's what I mean. So you always felt like man, Chris and when Jericho, they weren't dealing with fuck. that, they were dealing with each <laughs> other. But you see what yeah. I'm saying? But that it was crowded. When you watched it, you're like, how did he do that? Like, how did WWE manage that? But mm-hmm. still, it's because. When Chris Jericho wasn't chasing the belt, is because Triple H cost him the belt. Now he's got to beat Triple H ass, yeah. and that shit's entertaining. The Rock and Stone Cold are fighting over the belt because they got out of a four-way with them, and they got the belt. Undertaker's pissed the fuck off with yeah. some shit going on with Kane. That's yeah. just there was always Kane was even with, always in the title picture, even though he only held it once. <laughs> but I'm just right, yeah. exactly. But you and there was a time period where you felt like oh, Kane could take it. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Big, Big show, show was in it. Yeah. <laughs> Rock Lesnar, but there was a, a reason. You feel what I'm saying? There was mm-hmm. always potential. Even when I didn't really like the match, I got why it was happening. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and there was people ready. It wasn't like, oh, what do we do? Like right now, who's going to go against Lashley? You can yeah. move Cesaro. There's about all you got. This didn't happen back then, right? Mm-hmm. Even though WWE wasn't my favorite, it didn't happen. It was like, oh, Jericho's hurt? That's cool, because we can move up Kurt Angle. Let's do some shit with some milk. Let's go. Like, bruh, it was, they had shit ready. It was people on deck. Yeah, that, that feud between Kurt Angle and Stone Cold was fucking crazy. That's what I'm saying. They good. had people on deck. They were ready to do it. And even when they didn't, they weren't sure, when they picked somebody, it made sense. When they picked Edge, and they were like, okay, Edge already had the fucking money in the bank, so it wasn't hard to say, all right, we got to go with Edge. It was yeah. like, we don't have a choice. Let's go with Edge. And the, and the best thing that WWE did was, sh- they did it to us twice. They shocked the sh- They shocked the shit out of us when they sat there and had Mankind win the title. Yeah. That's what killed WCW. Yep. Because we were up. like, wait, What? Because we loved him. Yeah, everybody turned the channel and stopped watching WCW. As and I remember we didn't believe. I was on the phone with my guy Chris, child Chris, and I remember saying, "Yo, they said that mankind's gonna win the belt," and I was like, "What?" And we didn't believe it could happen. We we're like, "There's no way they're gonna put the belt." I think they on pre-taped him. it or something yeah. like that. And we we're like, "There's no way he's gonna win the belt like that." So you didn't mm-hmm. care about that match at that point because yeah, yeah. there's just no way. And you were like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. Oh, I'm switching the channel. I gotta see this shit. Yep. Not what? And I think they underestimated that this dude was dope. We love mankind because yep. the stories they did made us be like, oh. And then when they made Chris Jericho the undisputed WWE dope. champion, because we love Chris Jericho. Yeah, but we just didn't see that happening. Yeah, we oh, didn't fuck, see that happening. Yeah, we all it. about Eddie Guerrero too was in that picture. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. When they even when they split SmackDown and Raw, mm-hmm. they always were able to build somebody credible around those titles. Even JBL was a credible fucking world champion because his gimmick worked and, and whatnot. But anyway, um, but that's my rock. I thought the whole AEW Saturday Night Dynamite was a uh, really good like lead into going back to regular um, Wednesdays. And yeah, I can't wait to Wednesday now. Yeah, I think everything they did, even the promos, the pinnacle stuff, that was just awesome. 
Shout out to Conan mm-hmm. for taking the spike power driver too. Oh yeah, yeah. He's not in the greatest health, and I was like, damn man, anything for for the biz, I guess. Mm-hmm. What was your roster? Um, I like the Hangman Page and, and Hobbs match. Um, this shit was really good, and I think what I liked about it too is that it's just furthering the storyline of of Hangman Page, but it also shows you where Hobbs is at too. We're talking about how this AEW title picture is going to get crowded. It's about to get crowded. And um, I think you just see... I I like the dynamics that they had. I like how... um, I forgot old boy's name. He came out with the FTW belt. I don't know. Brian Brian Cage. Yeah, Brian Cage. I knew it was Brian something. I was about to call him Brian Pillman. And I knew I was going to fuck that all up. (laughs) I know that that ain't him. That ain't Brian Pillman Jr. But um, he came out. And I like how they still further in that storyline. With um, with Brian Cage. Not Brian Cage. Yeah. Ricky Brian, Starks. Yeah, Ricky Starks. No, that's who it was. Hook. Ricky Starks. That's when you had me wrong. It was well, Brian, Ricky Starks came out, but, but then Brian Ricky Cage Starks came, came out with the, with the belt, though. Right. And, yeah. and Brian Cage was like, give him my goddamn belt. Right. And I love that whole yeah. dynamic. And then it still showed you. Because when West Name was going for the, for the uh, slingshot, What's the name? Ducked up under it. Hit him with a spine buster. A nice spine buster. Yeah, man, that spine buster was mean. Had you actually thinking he might actually win off yeah. that fucking spine buster. That's how well he's. And sold. he got a crazy pin on him. I was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Man. Oh, that, that fucking match was... It was just good. Yeah. And I liked where, where they was telling the stories all over. That's what I love about it. It's like, okay, we, we, we're getting the story. We're getting the story. It reminded me of how... They're building Roman Reigns and how they're getting us to the bloodline finally fully getting together. If they do, they may even swerve us during this whole thing. It's a swerve. Yeah. We may not even get the bloodline all the way fully together because here's something I was thinking about. What if Jey Uso wins MITB? Cool. That'd be interesting. Main event, Jay Uso, cashing in on his cousin. That's something I'll buy. But I like how they further in the storyline with the whole Ricky Starks and, and Brian Cage and Taz and all of them. And where they're going to go with this whole um, FTW thing. Which, if you don't mind me going, it's part of my bad though. Because I wish he would actually defend the belt. More often? Yes. It's not happening enough. So, maybe that's just me nitpicking and stuff like that. But I need the FTW belt to be defended more often. And everything. Because I feel like the title is... It's sort of like when Dean Ambrose had the US title. You remember that? Yeah. And he wasn't defending it a lot, but he held it held it. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, come on, man. Like, I need you to defend this damn title. I need you to put it up on the line, defend it. And I think that will further the story even better. Because you're defending it. And then they're kind of screwing you out of it. Because they don't, they want you to be along with what they're doing. But you keep breaking away from it. So, it's like, come on, man. Get, get on the same page with us. 
And if you don't, we're going to cost you this belt. That's what I need to see happen. What was your bad, sir? Uh, my bad was um, I did not like the John Morrison versus Randy Orton match for the qualifying. And here's the reason. You just did that. Like, this copycat booking with the surprise upsets, you know, Ricochet beat AJ Styles. And then right after that, John Morrison beats Randy Orton. But it was so, like, not, it was anticlimactic almost. Um, and I feel like if you're going to pull off an upset, it has to feel like an upset. That didn't feel like an upset. It just felt like, I don't know, like kid shit. I don't know how else to explain it. Like, there has to be more substance to it. For me to care. Just for these little tit for tat losses. Wins and losses have to mean something, but you also have to put work into it. You know what I mean? Like we in contrast we just talked about on Dynamite how um they teased the running and the running didn't happen, but it was mm-hmm. that dramatic. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get that kind of drama from this. It was just like Randy Orton tripped and then you know, even the way it went down, he adjust I could watch him adjust himself to take the starship pain and it was just so much into it to they could have done, you know, Miz on the outside holding his leg and it just been as effective because I just, I wasn't feeling it. And you just did it with Ricochet. That, and I didn't like how he actually got distracted by the Miz because he hit him with the drip stick. Right. And, and then all of a sudden, um, Riddle Matt chasing Riddle. him yeah, Matt makes Riddle, him yeah. distracted. And it was just like, this is corny as shit. Yeah. I didn't like that. Yeah. Um, is that all you have to say about that? Yeah, it just I don't feel like you're doing your due diligence to put. I just I just wanted to make sure because I'm a hot tag. This. Okay, but cool. It's, but it's the it's the overall picture though. Yeah, it's the fact that we get a vignette, not a vignette, but we get a whole interview thing in the back where you see all these wrestlers were pissed because they didn't get a shot at a qualifying match for MITB. Mm-hmm. And many of which were deserving. I mean, Seamus being one of them, obviously. Right? You get this whole thing. This happens in the back. You get Randy Orton losing to um, Johnny Drip Drip. You get... I got to call him Johnny Drip Drip. Johnny Drip. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You get uh, um, AJ Styles losing to Ricochet. And then you get who else lost? Oh, oh Drew McIntyre. To Riddle. To Riddle. That match was was dope as hell though. Yeah, that actually was a pretty good match. But I hate that he was even in the match. See, I see. This is a whole culmination of shit. So everything you just talked about with Randy Orton and Johnny Drip Drip is what I hate. I didn't mind the AJ Styles and Ricochet match. That match was actually pretty good. And I think it was needed. That was a shocker that I was okay with. So I don't I actually don't really have much of a problem with that match per se. No, it's just doing that, trying to remake that, especially with Morrison and yeah. Orton is what. But the Drew McIntyre and Riddle match should have never happened because. You never gave out the caveat of this. He can qualify for this match. He can end up winning MITB. 
but he cannot go against Bobby Lashley so long as he holds that WWE belt. Throw that out there for the fans to understand that he cannot challenge for this title because that was the stipulation in losing the Hell in the Cell match. Mm-hmm. So throw that out there and say the only person he can actually go against is going to be Roman Reigns if he wins. Tease that. Tease it for us. I wanted them to do that. Just, just me personally. I don't know how how everybody else feels about that, but me personally, that's what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear that. Because otherwise, why the fuck is he in a qualifying match for the MITB? So then we get to my biggest problem. You got AJ Styles, who's a tag team champion, who's getting another shot. You got Randy Orton, whom I really don't have a problem with getting another shot. No. But at the end of the day, he's getting another shot. And then you get Drew McIntyre, who lost clean. No distractions. At least Randy Orton has an excuse to get another shot. Mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre doesn't, doesn't have an excuse. And, oh, by the way, he can't challenge Bobby Lashley for the title. Right. So you have to hold it till. Bobby Lashley doesn't have it anyway. Yeah. Which, okay, cool, make that a thing, but... Yeah, I don't know. So you got... And even then, he can't even interrupt the match that Bobby Lashley right, is in. because he can't to make Bobby it, Lashley. Period. <laughs> so, so, you gotta have Bobby Lashley lose this title. And that's what I get upset with. It's like... Come on, WWE. Explain this then. Explain it to the fans. So we know. Because I don't want you to do some wonky shit. Think that we're going to forget. And then Drew McIntyre wins the MITB and he takes it off Bobby Lashley. Mm -hmm. At least sell it to everybody. Otherwise, you're killing the whole surprise that he's not going to win. I mean, that's just what that is. So why even put him in this picture? If he's not even going to win, do something else with Drew McIntyre. Build him back up. Slowly but surely. Have him feud with, uh, with what's his name? Uh, uh, Sheamus. Mm-hmm. Because Sheamus is lacking challenges right now. Albeit that's your fault, WWE, but he's lacking challengers. It's something that Drew McIntyre can hold. It's something that can really get people behind. It's it's a way that if you want to start turning Drew Hill at some point, because he's holding the title, and all of a sudden now he's starting to get some real challengers, and he's having to find his way um, by cheating and shit like that. I don't care. It's something that you can utilize to actually build Drew McIntyre right back up. Get rid of his his damn promos that he's been cutting where he's giving people credit but then all of a sudden but I'm still gonna beat you no make him be more of a asshole baby face like I'm just gonna kick your ass I don't even know why you're even in this match with me and he could do that even more so being the US champion oh another person because who won MITB and successfully cashed in 
And also has some good matches with Randy Orton. Jinder Mahal. People forget that. Mm, I don't want to see him. No, I'm just saying. That. I know, but I just, I'm not. I'm that's why saying. I forgot. Because I'm not interested <laughs> nah, in Jinder nah. Mahal at all. Come on. You don't like the Colossus? No. <laughs> I like the Colossus, man. I mean, it's cool. But, you know, it's when, it's when the person actually takes it well and sells it. Because every move has to be sold. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just, the character doesn't work for me. I'm just not a Jinder Mahal fan. I'm not saying he's bad. It just doesn't work for me. No, I think the way it, yeah, it worked for me. I actually yeah, liked Jinder you Mahal. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's your style. It worked for me. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't working for me. Um, I don't know. I think he's just a hater, bro. Okay. But you know, I throw that out there. Just let everybody know that it's middle over here is a hater. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> you don't like the modern day Maharaja. I've, I've been called worse. <laughs> what? <laughs> whatever, whatever you call them, about her day, my Is it my turn for my ugly? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My You're ugly, ugly my ugly is actually short and sweet. But I did not like. I liked the O'Reilly versus Kushida match. I did not like O'Reilly beating Kushida. He's the cruiserweight champion. I get the whole thing. They have history and blah blah blah. But it was an unneeded loss for Kushida, and like. You have him beating all these people in an open challenge. This is how you use him to lose? Like, this is the loss he takes? Because next week he's going to do his open challenge again and beat whoever the hell it is, right, that they have for him. And it was supposed to just go. I would assume it had to be Kyle O'Reilly again. But he's not challenging for the Cruiserweight belt, which is why it doesn't make any sense to me. But that's what I'm saying. It's not for the belt, bro. I'm I'm talking about the open challenge next week. You'd assume it'd be Kyle O'Reilly? Mm-hmm. It's not. Okay. You're Kyle okay. O'Reilly's not challenging for the... He was doing an open challenge for the Cruiserweight Championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So every week... Okay. Right. I'm then not. Kyle O'Reilly came out and was like, you know, I don't care about... He, I think he even said it during his promo. He didn't care about the... It's not about the Cruiserweight Championship. We have history, and for me to be on top of my game, I need to face you again, all that bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is true, cool. And then he goes out and he beats Koshida. This is why I did not like it to be the idea yeah, yeah. because there's no way you can have Kushida beat him and then O'Reilly go into his match with Cole unless you're going to do some kind of storytelling because it's the big match with Adam Cole at Great American Bash. But then Kushida takes a loss. So this was unfucking necessary. But I don't think it's over with, though. Okay. I just don't. And That's fine, but it doesn't make think... sense. It, whether it's over with or not, you don't have... Co- the, you don't have... This is why they undermine belts. Like, this is stupid as fuck. The or, champion doesn't lose the belt. Or the doesn't lose while being the champion, bro. No. No, no, no. Okay. I, I get you. No, I totally get you. But I think this may be one of those things we have to be patient about. Yeah, okay. I mean, how simple is it to fix this, right? I mean, and how do you not know this is... How do you not know... That this could be the story. I right? will bet you a pizza that no, we no. never talk about this, but we will bet a hot and ready. That's how kind you know I don't bet. I am confident that this was just for Kyle O'Reilly and Koshida to have a match on TV for people to see. They're not gonna do shit with this, they're not gonna revisit it. It's just we're going back to regular schedule program. I guarantee you on Tuesday, Koshida will beat some cruiserweight guy and we'll go, Oh, and he's back on his roll. Yeah. I'm telling you, it don't mean shit, which is why it's fucking retarded. It's stupid. My bad for using the R word, but that's how mad it made me. It just doesn't make sense. Why are you? Un- I hate undermining titles. 
I hate when the champion doesn't come out last, and I hate this. It's a waste. I feel you on that. It's such a the waste. Champion definitely should come out. Last if they actually times. were gonna like, if you if they did what you said, that would be dope. And if I have faith, they do what you you said they do, where they revisit. But this it. is NXT. That's it's why not I got gonna faith happen. Then. Bullshit. They no. I know what they did because they've done this before with like when the cha- when the women's champion gets pinned in the tag team match. Whoever pinned her ain't gonna get the because. They're not going to get the title shot. I mean, this is what they're doing on the main roster. Okay. And this is what they're doing right now with Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross has not even... She's beaten Rhea Ripley. And has not faced her for the title yet. Which is a fucking sir. None of this makes sense. People who don't know wrestling are writing it. Yeah. I mean, you're right. There's a slight chance we could come back to this and Kushida. I don't fucking know. But just for me... I think now you're going to... Here's what I would have faith in. And you can be very, like I said, you can be very well right. I can be wrong. I don't, well, it's not about who's right or wrong. Yeah. I'm not saying that you're wrong. Right, right, right. Or whatever. And it's not like I'm saying this is what's actually going to happen. I'm saying this is a wait and see. Let's see if they revisit this. Let's see if Kushida is like, fuck this. This doesn't sit right with me. I'm the Cruiserweight champion and I lost to this fucking guy. And I need to get my win back. I need to beat him. Even if I have to put the title on the line, I need to beat him in order to be a legitimate cruiserweight champion. Because I can't walk around here with this loss on my mind. Because what could very well happen, he gets challenged. He open has an open challenge. He beats that person. That person could be cutting a promo right before that. How can you sit there and you beat me? And you can't even beat Kyle O'Reilly. And what if every person comes out like you lost to Kyle O'Reilly? Yeah. You're an illegitimate champion. I just can't see it. Maybe they building towards that. Maybe not. I can't see it. You're ugly, sir? I gave you my ugly. Oh, did you? I told you. Yeah, I told you. The, oh, yeah, The, that's the right. fact that they even going to have this triple threat match to see who's going to be the last person to get in the MITB. That's yeah, just... I forgot. I forgot you had blended them together. With your wasn't it? Yeah, that's but just, yeah, that's yeah, that that doesn't make any sense. There's a, there's a few things going on right now, but I just that that whole thing bothered me just because it was a good match, but it was like having a good match for it was almost like they were up against somebody and they needed ratings, mm-hmm. and like you're not. So he could have gone against somebody else. Yeah. What what did O'Reilly have to prove that I just I wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. For me, it just not Kushida. It could have been anybody else. Yeah. Could have been anybody. You could have had him go against Gargano again. He could take an L. Why couldn't he have took an L to Kyle O'Reilly? Pete Dunn could have took an L. Pete Dunn could have took an L. This is a couple. Well, people no, they couldn't. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Because they have their story going on. Yeah. Um. Well, in the end of the day. But anyway, it's uh, Finn Balor hurt. We haven't seen. Him. No, his uh, girl had a baby, didn't she? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he's um, he'll be back. Okay. Anyway. So it makes sense why he lost. Anyway. Yeah. And they didn't have him in that that fatal five-way match. Mm-hmm. He'll be back out of nowhere. Maybe on the ring roster. That'd be dope. During the um, draft. I put they him back need on roster. They need God, they need help, boy. You got to get... And he'd be perfect. Live yeah. crowds love him. You want to put butts in seats? I put yeah. him in there. Put the belt on him. Yeah. Put it on Finn Balor. Why not? Yeah. People will watch. It's time. I, if we can't get the Rock and Roman, I'll buy Finn Balor and Roman. I, 
Me too. Bro, <laughs> come on. All right. <laughs> we'll say this for the next episode. I'll Look, don't that. get me started. I'll buy yeah, that. Yeah, I'll buy that. Real for quick. sure. You can yeah. build off that. Yeah. And moment, they got good chemistry. Man, fuck out of here. All right. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. You good. <laughs> and then he, second time, universal champion. I mean, he is your first. And it'd be the first time he can actually run with. They got something. They can actually do something if they want yeah. to. And he's the prince. And his whole attitude now. And his oh, attitude is yo, like, man. I don't give up. And those two yeah. attitudes, yo. shit. Ah, the testosterone alone. Yeah. I gotta rip my fucking shirt off. Oh, my uh, God. They got something. Oh, yeah. we, this, we can't talk about it too much because then they won't do it. Oh, my <laughs> God. So we got something with this whole prince shit. Yeah. Yeah. They can do something with this. Hey, you know the one surprising release that I'm surprised hasn't happened? Unless I missed it, Velveteen Dream. Yeah, he got he got released. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. he did. Yep. That sucks too. Yeah, but I mean I maybe because the, there's the just too many stuff, and yeah. there's been stuff about his him like behind the scenes being rude to people. There's a lot of stuff we don't know about. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to say the extracurriculars. That sucks too because that dude was fucking good. He could get it together and come back. You never know. If those rumors end up being true, I don't think. I think that didn't have anything. I think that was just kind of like a catalyst on top of stuff. But there was issues with like there was staff members who were like, "Yo, he's an asshole!" Like all the time. Like but he's he, living his gimmick way too much. But he was an asshole. Right. He, he was, was an there. asshole before that. That's so that like, attitude he, was yeah. Punk. He was yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why he was probably our least favorite on that tough enough. Right. That's what I'm day. saying. Yeah. Like so, it was just amplified by even more. So yeah, it just wasn't but a good look. What I him. do love about Velveteen Dream though was that he was a student of the game. Yeah. That's what I loved about him. Somebody who had this raw talent, who really didn't know how to wrestle, actually learned how to wrestle and learned how to. Just to be a student of the of the game, this whole Rick Rude stick was fucking it amazing. Worked. Yeah, it worked. And, he, and it wasn't like he went full on Rick Rude. It was like he had a, a mixture of like gold dust with some Rick Rude, right. with some that's, Macho Man Randy best, Savage. The, the yeah. best tend to take stuff and kind of mix the influences together to create their own. Yeah, you know, that's what he did. Oh, that's why he was so fucking good. And it's a shame that we never got to see him with the NXT title. But maybe he'll pop up somewhere in New Japan, AEW. He just won't be Velveteen Dream. I don't know what his character will be, but I love it. Maybe he'll be an ROH. Oh, I'll buy that. Velveteen versus Lethal, uh, Jay Lethal. You think Jay Lethal will ever leave ROH? No, I think he's kind of. Think set he's gonna there. be a lifer. I think he's set with ROH. He's probably he's pretty much said that before too. So, just yeah. like the Briscoe brothers. But if the money is wrecked, money talks sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't. We'll see. You know, maybe you want to get that last payday before he retires. Who knows? But he's not that old though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I personally don't need to see him wrestle anywhere else. There's nothing he's going to do anywhere that's going to make me be like, oh, that's new. So, nah, nah. Because he's wrestled everybody that is popular in WWE. So, if I want to see him against AJ Styles, Ricochet, I've seen all this before. So, it's not anything like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. One of his best characters, though, was when he was in Impact or TNA at the time. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> I loved him in TNA. Although, I hated TNA. 
That was the only reason why I would want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it was because of Jay Lethal. Like, that dude was just pure, unadulterated entertainment. Just, yeah. I remember I bought his shirt, and uh, he was like, oh, man, you want me to sign it? I said, no, man. <laughs> oh, this guy. <laughs> I said, I, said, I bought Don't mess up my shirt, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I want you fucking it up. Now I sit back and think, like, damn, I should have just let him sign it. But anyway, uh, that's all I have for this week's throw, the raw, the bad, the ugly. Be sh- uh, hold on. Do you have anything else to add? No, that's it. Say, um, before I just go ahead and start closing this shit. No, yeah, no. All right, so you get I'm all good. Right. Cool. Uh, well, that's all we have this week for the raw, the bad, the ugly. Be sure to check out, uh, check us out next week. Uh, just type in 1515 now if you find out the podcast such as Equal Offices, Love and Hip Hop, The Rundown, Wrestling Roundtable, Studio Flow, It's Learn the Truth. Click on the Amazon banner, go support the site. We would greatly appreciate that. Um, and if you want to check out our other shows, just type in 1515 now on any podcast platform you choose to use, whether that's uh, Apple Apple Music, uh, Google Music, well, not Google Music. Why can't I think of it right now? Google Play? No, it is. It's oh, Google Podcasts. YouTube Music. Yeah, you're right. That's what it is. But that's called. not where the podcasts are. They're yeah. on Google Podcasts. Oh, ch- Google Podcasts. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you corrected See? me. It's probably Apple Podcasts. It's just too. called Podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Click that podcast. If you have an Android, it's already Stitch. on there. Yeah. And just type in 15, uh, 15 Ave, and you'll find all those podcasts if you choose to, to, to do that, you know? Um, with that said, I know I fucked up that ending just because I got to the bathroom and I'm going to rush this shit. So, with that said, it's me, Store the Pearl. It's Miller. And we out. Jamming on the wall. You are now listening to The Raw, The Bad, The Ugly.